Topics that are important. I'm not going to go through one topic, through four or five topics, and uh, take notes of the Mamekayim. So, starts that the time of the Tefik Tahara is beyond Shabbos, the blood stops going, Tumble Ben Hashish, the Hatchilet, even before that also works. And it's better to have a moich dochuk over there at the time of Ben Hashmoshis. What's Ben specifically? This is a mention which is in the book in page 100. Before Benashashis, you might see then the Re'ia will continue, you might see the Abdikin, the Re'ia will continue in the night, and then that night is already the next day. If she doesn't, maybe she saw a lot of the night, so then it works. The best time is Mamish Benashashis, right? So, but I do it right before. Yeah, that's the best time before that works. <coughs> what is Shkia? I'll get to in a second. It's very important that women should be trained by the rabbis, by the colleagues, not to wait till the actual moment of Shkia. Why? Because the calendar, the fact is that Shkia changes, change be by a minute off from neighborhood to neighborhood in the same city. She's going to wait till the last moment. She might be off. The actual, when you look at the, what the Cheshmer, the Naval Observatory, tells you, when Shkia themselves tell you to be off by a minute during equal days and by a few minutes, the sun is not exactly in the center. Is not exactly accurate. Sometimes it can be off. Yeah, that's check the same thing is very important to also recognize that when you have a situation of a the Eved, when a woman calls and she did the Bdika at the moment of Shkia, the moment after Shkia, a minute after Shkia, two minutes after Shkia, what the din is in such a situation. We as Lubavitchers know that the Alter Rebbe has a different shita on what Shkia is. It's off by a few minutes. Now, um, you're all learning Hechaz Kedesh so I'm going to bore you a little bit with some things that have to do with the, with the way the moon works, the sun works. And I read to you from Seder HaKnasas In the Seder. The 
Shabbos was and there are a few shittas how to understand this. Uh, you have explain uh, short what it is and what's relevant to our understanding. The Altareba discusses this here, what it says. Based on that, you understand also what is Ben Hashemoshes, because Ben Hashemoshes is between Shkia and Ses. Why is Ben Hashemoshes important to know when the Moichdochuk is supposed to stay from before from Shkia until after Ses? Also, the same way that Shkia is a little bit different, that also has an effect on Zich. Zich is also a little bit different. Now, Terebe begins by saying, Start lighting Shabbos candles before the visible Shkia. So, the first thing you have to know, we're going to be discussing, there are four Shkias. There is a Shkia in the calendars. There's what Terebe calls Shkia Hanidus. This is what the Altarebbe calls Shkia Ha'amitis, which is the Shitta of the Ga'inim, the way he understands Shitta of the Ga'inim, which is how we Paskin, and there is a Shkia of the later, which is the Rabbeinu Tam Shkia, which we do not follow. For us, it's only relevant to understand calendar Shkia, Shkia Ha'amitis, Shkia Ha'amitis. What's the Shkia Ha'amitis? Altarebbe explains to you. When you see the sun that's still on the top of the tree, you're standing on a flat land. any mountain on the west. When you stand on the top of the mountain, and you don't do any malach after this time of Shkaniyas to be added from Shkaniyas to Shkaniyas which means that Shkaniyas is nothing more than or it's not the real Shkaniyas what is the real Shkaniyas? it's not the real It's when the sun sets from the tall mountains, which tall mountains in Israel is also a question. Where does these four minutes apply? How do you calculate these four minutes? And what mountains are we referring Personally, I tend to see that the should that the Shabbos is the one that makes the sense. He brings everybody else's shit in his book also. There's a book called Sedachas Shabbos. Everybody else's There are other shit. Some shit make absolutely no sense. Some shit make more sense than others. Rebellion shit, in my opinion, makes the most sense, which is the one going to follow. The other 
And that's the beginning of Venus. Now, when you discuss how the sun goes down, there's something called degrees. There's degrees that goes below the horizon. The horizon, the way the there's the defined shkir, the defined shkir is when you see, you could look at it when the sun dips below the horizon. What's the horizon? When you're standing on a flat sea level, the sun goes down below the horizon. Now, we know that the world is a ball. It's not flat, which means that some people do believe that the world is flat, but we don't. We believe that the world is round. And therefore, there's a curve. The world, the world curves. When you're standing here, your edge of the horizon is actually curving down. At the same time, there's also reflection. Refraction of the sun's rays are going to shine. So sometimes you might be able to see the sun even after it dips below the horizon. <clears throat> now, every degree could be divided into 60 so-called 60 minutes. The easiest is two ways of calculating it, either by parts of degree or by 60. We're going to use the 60, that's the easiest one. So when, you, so when the Naval Observatory calculates the Shkia, when it is 50, called 50 minutes below the horizon. 50 means it's almost one degree below the horizon. Drops almost as... 60 is one degree, so it's 50 is just a bit under that. And the atmosphere could change it, you'll be able to see the refraction, etc., and that could change it a little bit more. It could be a minute, it could be a few minutes. It's not 50 minutes that you wait, the degree. It's the, they calculate when they say it's because you have the whole ball of the sun until it goes down. The whole ball to go down is 50. So basically 50 from where it starts going down? Uh, yeah, so the, the way it's divided into 34 and 16. 34 is the actual sun going down, and 16 is to complete the whole ball of the sun going down. So 34 plus 16 is 50. That's how they calculate. Now, but according to the Alter Rebbe, it's not when you're looking at the flat. Because he says, in the and the tall, tall uh, houses. So that gives you about another 10. So you complete the whole degree. So that gives you just about another minute after the Shkia in the calendar becomes the Shkia Haniris of the Alter Rebbe. A little bit under a minute. So you're already holding the Shkia Haniris is a minute after the calendars. Because the Alter Rebbe doesn't look at it when it's in this direct line. He says, when you stand in a direct line, Shkia Hanidus is when you're top of the trees, when you're, you look from the top of the trees or from the, 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 the tall houses. The taller you're going to go up, yeah. the taller you're going to go up, the longer you're going to see the sun. I was on a flight last week in Canada, or flight flew north. I left Toronto, it was safe. Not long thereafter, I saw the sun again, going north. Going to go up and north, you start seeing the, the... And I had a shkia the whole three and a half hour flight to my right. 
I sat to my right, to my left, I, I picked the seat, you have to know which way, when you, if one sees sunset, you have to know which side you pick the seats on, you fly enough, you'll figure it out. If you like seeing those things on the plane, so then you'll know, depending on which side to choose, based on the direction of the plane, and based on where, if you're doing Zerich or Shkia, you'll choose the side of the plane that you want to sit on. So I chose the side where I was able to see um, Shkia the whole way through. And obviously, when I landed, it was dark again. But the whole flight, I saw the Shkia, I saw red in the sky. Anyway, so it's, like I said, it's 10 points to call 10 minutes past, not 10 minutes on the clock, but 10 minutes in a degree past the Shkianiris, past the Shkia on the calendar, it's come Shkianiris. It's just a, a little bit under a minute. Right, and then afterwards, after Siluk, which is four minutes, then you have the Shkia Amitis. Right, now the same Cheshman that you have for Shkia, you also have for Zricha. So the Zricha in the calendar, it's once it goes to that level. The Zricha Amitis is going to be a little earlier. But what's Shkia Amitis? When it goes away from the tall mountains in Eretz So there's two main shittas that make sense regarding the calculating this. Better eleven shitta is that you calculate based on um, what's the Hori Magvayim in Eretz Yisrael, is Harakarmel, which is the one mentioned in Gemara, Maniach Chama Bereish HaKarmel, V'yoyred. Yeah, so if you calculate based on that one, that mountain, then Shkio HaAmitis in Russia, based on that calculation, will be four minutes afterwards in the equal days. Now, in the winter it's always going to be smaller amount, and summer it's going to be longer amount. Equal days, huh? Uh -huh. How much does it make a difference? Depends how north you are. In New York, it could be uh, even further. It could be an extra minute in either direction. The further north you go, it could be two minutes in every direction. And in Israel, those four minutes are really three minutes, not four. Um, Rabbi Fegelstock takes the opinion that Harim Agvoyim in Eretz Yisrael means the tallest mountain in Eretz Yisrael. And then in Eretz Yisrael, it's four minutes, in Russia, it's about five minutes. So this is an argument how to understand Al Trebe's four minutes. Does the four minutes apply to Russia, and based on that you have to find a mountain at Israel which matches it? Or the four minutes, you have to find the four minutes in Israel and based on the mountain which matches it in Israel. That's the argument in short. How do they measure the mountains? Someone went up there or they just... No, there's a, today there's measurements. Now, there are... When it's, it's, that mountain is not that tall. We're not talking about uh, Mount Everest. Talking about smaller mountains. Mount Everest does, does the, the measurements do change once in a while. Um, because it's very hard to actually measure. It's, it's measured from sea, um, sea level. Sea level is what we call the level of the earth. And then you can be above sea level, below sea level, depending where you are. New York is, Brook where we are is above sea level. And some places in Brooklyn are, are even further down. Depends where you are. So, according to this, we're going to take a better eleven shrita. When you're going to go, if you look at what's shkia, shkia would be one full degree below the horizon, because we said 
This is the 50 of the Naval Observatory plus the 10 of the difference between the Naval Observatory and the nearest because the height of the houses. So you get to one degree, one degree below the horizon. And what Shkiamit is 1.35, one, uh, one degree and 35 under it. Which means that you always have two to three, according to better love, you always have two to three minutes um, after Shkia that you have leeway. So if, ah, uh, two minutes in the, in the winter, for sure. Yeah. Not just in Russia, you have more. I'm doing two because I'm going down. He said three and four, I'm going down to two. What I'm saying is two minutes you for sure have. Um, but, again, like I said, those two minutes you're going to use when a woman calls you and tells you she didn't have sectata, so she did it, she put it in, she looked, she, after she put it in, she looked at the cell phone, and the cell phone showed that it's 6.51, and Shkia was 6.50, right, then, and she's going to go to Mikveh a week later, on a Thursday, and they're in Shluchus, and Friday night begins Yom Tiv, or whatever it is, not Friday night, yeah, Friday night begins Yom Tiv, and they're in Shluchus, and they don't have a mikveh, and they're not able to go to mikveh till four days later, and the mikveh is uh, in a different place. So then, if you need to know when to be mako, you know, that exists. However, you have to make sure to ask them, you sit with a computer, you search the Naval Observatory, you see what time it shows over there, you see if the clock matches the time. Because the time might be off by a minute. Make sure the cell phone is accurate, time is accurate, check exactly the zip code um, to see the exact location. Uh, one zip code could have different, just you know, take an example of 11213, the zip code of Kronheitz, one of the zip codes of Kronheitz. President Street, to Crown Street, if you go down Brooklyn Avenue, you'll see the slope. So it could be a difference of a few seconds for Shkia. So just bear that in mind. If you, because I said, I said in the past um, that it's very important that you don't train people to wait to the last moment. And when somebody's careless, or not, sometimes you have to put your foot down, especially if it's not going to be that big of a problem, and let it wait another day. Just like I mentioned in the previous year. Some, yes, there are opinions, a lot of opinions, some opinions. If, you do that, if she does bdikas most of the days, and she missed the seventh day, and all bdikas, maybe she should, uh, she should go to mikveh. We're still going to make her go to mikveh a day later, right? Unless it's a specific situation. Why? Because just because you have a way to do it, you're not supposed to sanction emergency situations unless it's stuck in emergency. Why, why are you Because you have to deal with the fact that the shkia and the because you're going based on the shkia and the calendar, right? And then you're adding to it the two minutes. The shkia and the calendar itself might be off by one minute or two minutes based on the U.S. Naval Observatory. Your cell phone might be off for one or two minutes. So you're going into a, 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 a questionable territory. So yes, when you have a, a tough situation, nothing you can do about it. When you don't have it, then why go into problems? 
Now, but the Eved, as we said, that's, that's regarding Shkia. Now, the same thing applies to Zricha. Now, Tzitzik Echavim, also, um, according to Tzitzik Echavim, according to the Altarebbe's, is, there's a few, if you go into myzman.com, into the Oldsman and the Extendedsman, you'll see about six or seven calculations for Tzitzik Echavim. They use one of the calculations for the Altarebbe. That's one of the many calculations that people use for, for the Altarebbe. What you really want to use, according to the bed 11, is 5 degrees and 50 below the horizon, which is even earlier than the time that you have on all the calendars for Tzais. Because even when Maizman and what they use for the for Tzais, according to Altarebbe, is a little bit later, by degrees, a little bit later. It's 5.50 degrees. That's Tzai Zikachov. So if you're dealing with Merchdachuk, um, then you should just know that also. It's important to know these calculations. Now, moving, done with confusing you with what, what time Shkir is. Let's move to the next topic. Okay, now, we said that Bediyavad, you do have Sektara even before, even in the morning. It is, works. It, it works if she did not, obviously, if she did not see any more blood the rest of the day. Piskadinim of the Talmud Samachsedek obviously points to you out that this obviously does not apply when the beginning of the Re'iyah was the same day that you do have Sektahara. And when would, now just, you know that you never do have Sektahara the same day you do you see the Re'iyah, unless she sees the Re'iyah in the middle of Shivanakim, a short Re'iyah or a Kasim or something that makes her, makes her tame, then you will have to do a, then it could be the same day she could do a Bidika, right? But in that scenario, Piskadim says you cannot use this Bediyevid of doing a B'dik in the morning to count it for the, as a Hafsik Tahara. Rather, it's only if it's a second or third day from when the year started. Because if it's that day, then that day, you have to wait till the end of that day to count it. And if there is, if she used does a meich the same day, and she did in the morning and day on, on the first day of the re'iyah, right after the bleeding stopped, she did a b'dikah, and then she didn't get a chance to do a b'dikah before shkia, and then she did a meich then that also works. So the meich now you have to teach people. Meich also has to be done bechayim ubezdokim just in case you might need to use the meich if the b'dikah was not good. The Shaila and the Meich was good, and the Meich was the Chayrim of Bizdokim before Shkia, then stayed inside till afterwards. That could count also as a Bdika of a Hefsek Tahara. Now, another reason why, also, when, let's say, another important point to point out, because this is not so relevant if you live in a place like this, but if people are in Shulchas and they send you Shailah, so you're going to get the Shailah of the Hafsik Tahara three days later or two days later by FedEx. Okay, so you could get it overnight if you're in America, but again, there might be some delay. So there's a Shailah. So you don't wait until the Rav answers you back. The next day, you also do B'dikas Chayrim And make sure people write for you which B'dikah was done when. Which is the Hefzik Tahara, which is the B'dikah of day one in the morning, which is the B'dikah day one in the afternoon, which is the B'dikah day day two in the morning. Because then what you're going to do is, you're going to go in backwards order. Right? You're going to go see if they're going to send you, let's say, three days of B'dikahs. You're going to see day two afternoon is good, perfect. Day two in the morning is good, perfect. 
day one in the afternoon is good, good. Day one in the morning is bad. So day one in the afternoon became a hefsek ta'ara. And then she goes to mikvah a day later. But if you get all the maras is one pack and you don't know which one is what, then it can't be matar her. Because maybe the one that is bleeding, it has the blood on it, is the last one that she did, not the first one, not the second one. Also, if she did have sektahara and she sent it to the rabbi and she didn't do any bdikas after because she was waiting for an answer and the sektahara came back bad, she said, another have sektahara. If she continued the bdikas, then you just start from where, from where you find it. Now, if a woman has a certain maka or the mechdochuk might cause some kind of irritation, and this chumra of mechdochuk is going to create a takala, which is fakert, yeah? that the chumr is going to be fakert. So when you have ones, when the bdikas are done for something which we did, I said she's tar like dampsulim or after birth, then definitely you could skip the merchdoch. No question about it. If it's regular damnide, so try to figure out a way that you could do it with uh, make it wet, make it soft, something which is not going to hurt her. And if still not, then you could skip the meichdochuk. Now, that's first two topics we're discussing. Let's move on to the third topic. Third topic is in the same sif alaf and shochnaruch. And it's also mentioned in the Sif Beis of Piskidim Talmud Tzemach Tzedek. If the Kohol Davin the Ma'iriv, so yes, Shemri, and that she can no longer do a B'dikiv, the Kohol Davin might have early in town. And some people say that it's Mutter. And the Chatechile Yesh Lahachmer. That's the Lashon the Ramah. That not to do a B'dikiv after the Kohol does Ma'iriv. But the evidence Lachush. So now we're talking about Erev Shabbos where you have places where the only minion in town is an early minion. Yeah, and you know that it's nigrar afterwards. Obviously, you should follow the opinion that you don't do that you don't do um, did might have early that you don't do Hafsiqtara afterwards. Now, if a woman lights Shabbos candles early that doesn't count as the night has begun. That's Tesefah Shabbos. Tesefah Shabbos has nothing to do with Nida. Piskidim Samachsedek writes it pretty clearly. He brings it, he quotes it, he says, in the name of the Shach brings the Kiyosai Tesefah Shabbos. Yeah, still, obviously it's better to do it before. If she forgot, she could do it even afterwards. So now, when you have, now, but you have a big question. Since when do, now, so if, if a person now, this is if this community Davin might have. If you don't have a community which Davins might have, what time do you look at it? So obviously if a person Davins might have himself, if a woman Davins might have, then for her it's night, right? So the Chathil Shishinu Dabdika then. However, since we're anyways in the topic of might have, just important to point out that Semach Tzedek mentions in Chidushim on Maseches Brochus, probably the second page of Chidushim on that somebody who has a minig to always daven Maidiv after Tzess and never davens Maidiv after Plag, even if he's in a place where the minion davens Maidiv 
after plug, before it says, you should not daven with the minion, you'd rather daven afterwards. Right? Which means that for a simple understanding is for him, it's not night, even though the minion already davened. For him, it's not night, it doesn't get dragged after the city. Nothing to do with Shabbos. Shabbos is a different gathering. It's talking about Maidiv. In Chabad, accepted minion is you don't do Maidiv early. Probably based on the Semach because that's, that's the understanding. You don't daven, you don't daven Maidiv early. So, therefore, if there's no minig in your place, if there's no early Maidiv, definitely could rely on but, but the Evid, obviously, you could do even after the city does Maidiv. That is next topic. Now we're going to move on to the... Now, Siv Dalad already mainly discussed in the previous year, so I'm going to go now to Siv Vov. Siv Vov discusses... Um, Hefsektare, Shivnikim, as this whole similar discusses, discusses Kesim, and also discusses Maka, and I want to focus on Makas. Sivav says all these Bdikis, Hefsektare, Shivnikim, you have to do them with Pishton Yilovon Yoshon. What's Pishton? Yeah, what's Pishton? Huh? It's one of the things that grow. It's a certain... Uh, flax? Uh, it's flax. What comes of flax? It's cotton. Uh, I mean linen. Well, not cotton, linen. Um, linen. But why does it have to be Yashan? Very simple. There's two reasons why it has to be Yashan. One reason is because it causes scratches. If anybody ever had touched, um, even washed linen, actual linen, you'll feel it's a rougher material. It's washed a lot of times to become soft. Or when it's new, it doesn't absorb properly. Two shittas. Right? What's enough kamina now? The the if she doesn't care, the, if she doesn't feel it's gonna scratch her, the she could use even a new even a new uh, piece of linen. Right, because it's not going to scratch. That's the main chashash. Now, if something doesn't properly absorb, you have another problem. When somebody's stuck without these things, if if you have a cloth which is made from polyester, you know polyester or any kind of synthetic fabric doesn't properly absorb. So you just have to be careful what you use for hefsik tahara. She could also use uh, cotton, which is clean. So what happens, Mishasat Chak, a person calls you, tells you, a woman calls you, the day of the Hefzik Tahare, or the day of Abdikas, and there is no, she forgot her Abdikas, and she can't buy them, no ones, what are you going to do? So, you have a white undershirt, that works. Right? It's made from cotton. Huh? Yeah, yeah, check it, because that's Noki, the word Noki, clean, means that you check it first. Um, or any other article of clothing which is made from non, non or from something which absorbs as long as it's clean or the lotion of the of the piskadinim over here of the tzemach tzedek um, where is it but the evidence botko b'shar dover rach shehayanoki lo anything which is soft as long as it was checked and it's clean it works okay so now you can't use something which is going to rip because then it's not going to absorb anything. If you have strong tissues or a strong toilet paper, 
which is not going to rip. Huh? Wipes. Baby wipes are wet. You have to squeeze out the liquid, so I shouldn't do anything of it. Yeah, then, if there are some who hold that it's a problem, just be reminded, the Shevet Alevi writes, in Chelek Beis Simen Kuf, Poshut dal kolponim b'dieved mehani. Just have that in mind when somebody asks you. What if something rips apart? Huh? Something rips apart. Doesn't rip apart. Obviously, it does not rip apart. But something which is paper, not uh, not cloth. It means uh, tissue or something like that. To make a bdika valid for hefsek tahara, it has to be bechayrim. Ubizdokim, yeah? This is Sif Vav. The Makis and Sif Yud, I made a mistake, yeah. Chayim Ubizdokim. If it's very hard, it says you do Hefzik Tahara, at least Hefzik uh, Tahara and, and day one. And the Ramos is Bediyevet, even Hefzik Tahara and day one, if she botka ba'oyimek hafikoycho, if she didn't do Chayim Ubizdokim, it still works. Why is that? Because ultimately the Chiyu Vdika is Midirabana. Now we know that our opinions which hold that the Chiyu Vdika is Midiraisa, Suffolk Midiraisa, the Messias have mentioned the Suffolk Midiraisa, Suffolk Chorus. Um, the Siddhi Tahara says it's Midirabana, the Piskadinim Mutamat Samach Tzedek mentions it's also Midirabana, it's Samach Tzedek in Chidushim, on Masechas Nide, Perek Aleph also says, brings only the Shit of the Tahara that it's Midirabana. And in the tshuva that we mentioned in the previous year, in Chele Miluim, Chele Kei, Simon Chavzayin, he also mentions that it is Midrabanon. Therefore, you just bear in mind that this is the opinion that we follow that the Chiyuvdik in these scenarios is Midrabanon. Now, everybody, some people make might think, oh, but we learned in the Madura Basra of the Altarebbe that the uh, Bdike, the Suffolk der Aise, and the Kinuach is a Suffolk, maybe a Suffolk der Aise. Bear in mind, that has nothing to do with what we're discussing over here. We're discussing Chiyuv Bdike. Over there, we're discussing if she does a Kinuach and she sees blood, what's the end of the blood? If it's the Suffolk der Aise. Over here, we're talking about Chiyuv Bdike. Chiyuv Bdike is Midirabona. Now, we're going to move on to the topic of Maka. I'm just going to go through a few pointers, very important to know. I did mention in the last year a uh, point of it, and uh, Penny Spiro brought up at some Machzadek over there about Kinoach, and I'm going to go through those Nekudas when it comes to Amak. There's a few places that some Machzadek discusses. It's very important to know these Nekudas from the Samachzadek. Right, in CFU, we discusses Kesem and Maka over there. It says, Ashiv and Akim have to be Ritzufim. Can't have two days, take a break uh, for 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 a year, and then continue another three days, and then take another break for a custom and continue another two days. No, the moment it gets messed up, it gets messed up, and she needs another have sektahar, another shivunakim. Now, if she has a maka, which is yudua shemoitzidam, the Ramah says you could be mekel even in the first three days. Shach and Taz disagree and say even in the first three days you cannot be mekel even in the maka sheyudua shemoitzidam. The maka sheein yudua shemoitzidam, even the Ramah says you can't be you can't be mekel in the first three days, right? And then there's a whole discussion about ksamim in the same if which I'm not going to get into right now. I'm just going to go through, point out to you a few choices of Samach where this idea is discussed. 
take notes. It's important to know where they are. Someone's going to ask you one day, where did you get this psaq from? And you're not going to just don't say, oh, I heard it in Kaila from Abashuch, I don't remember where it is, and I have to start looking for it. Might as well know where they are from the onset. First one is Simon Kufyud Gimel, which is, starts on page 160. The din over the Shai, the question over there was a woman which has a vessus, she can't become tired because always in the Bdika she finds blood. Where does she find blood? She always finds it in the same place on the side, and she always finds a drop. When she does not do any bdikas, she doesn't see any blood. She doesn't have any argosha even when she does a bdika. That's when she does not do a bdika. And he discusses all this dodin to be matter. Towards the end of the tshuva, in Oizgimel, he says, even in a situation where you don't know what kind of makar it has, and you have a suffix shemamina makar, being that she always finds the blood in the same spot on the side, you know there's a makar. It's obvious that that this is what's causing the blood to come out, and therefore he says she should not do any bdikas at all. Only do kinoach. And bad if she doesn't feel anything, doesn't have to do any bdikas at all. So it's alkein mutav shalaytiv deklal. Do any bdikas when she's no chiyuv bdikas. And but when you have bdikas that you have to do after tumas neder, to have sektahare and shiva nekiim. So he says all she needs is have sektahare day one and day seven. And the other days, she should just do a kinuach, even though the Nadi Behuda, because Nadi Behuda says the kinuach also works as a b'dikimnik, the Nadi Behuda holds it la'alach of la'ilam but in such a scenario where there's a makkah, she should only do the b'dikim b'chirim v'zdokim in hafsiktare, yim alef, yim zayin, and the rest, kinuach is enough. The same thing he repeats in the end of Simen Kofiu Dalet, the next tshuva that he has. He repeats the same thing with the Chagav. We see in the previous tshuva, I mentioned this idea. Ah? Uh, first and seventh day. As of now. Ah? Kufi Dalad? Look at the end, 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 end of Kufi Dalad. Page 164. I he just tells you, look what I told you before. That's Kufi Dalad. Same thing you have in Simon Kufnun Beis. But over there we're talking about a Menekes, which is a Mesolekes Dalman. So we have a bigger Kula. Kufnun Beis is on page 257. And over there in the second paragraph, Omnam, this is where the question is, you have a woman which is a Menekes, which cannot become her because every time she does a bdika she finds carton. Carton are those little uh, dry blood that she finds in the bdika. We think it might be from Melaglaim and they get dissolved. And Mitzadech, do you want to say, you can't say she can't do what she doesn't have to do any bdikas. Why? Because she finds common. You can't just ignore the Isr. 
מצד שני, שהיא גם דו עולה לבדיקה, זה כשכונה לך שזה כמו מרבה בבדיקה, זה איזה משובח, you end up in a problem, it's a scholar of Fsady. אז אני אוהב לסטארט פיינינג, every time זה קארטינג, אני אוהב למטלת. זה איפה לכן לחיילו, בין אדם תדעו אני בדיקה שלו. But, even by a cartoon, you could find a way to be maker. Why? Because you could always say, Sofik minat zdodim. Now you all know, because you went through this, Sofik minat zdodim doesn't work on a regular basis. Why? Because against the Sofik minat zdodim, one Sofik, you have a rave. Rave domin come from democracy. You can't stam you Sofik minat zdodim. So when could you use Sofik minat zdodim? Sofik minat zdodim is only when you have something to be tailing. If you have something to be toiling, then you could use a suffix when that's done. And the second suffix is, maybe it's from the mocker and bad some she started. But he says this is only talking about to be mekel in your mate taharasa, when she's tired. If she feels that if she, she's not doing any bdikas. However, yeah, also because she's a mesolekes domim, because she's a mobel, because she's a menekes. And therefore, if it's only zivas davar lach, all she should do is a kinuach. And she should just leave the kinuach there, like on the edge, for a little bit of time, that if there was blood coming out from the zivah zavadlach, it should come out onto there also, and she should be able to see it. But it doesn't have to do a full b'dikah. But when she needs a shiva nekim and hefzik tahare, what does he say you have to do? She needs the chapachas, the three b'dikahs, hefzik tahare, day one and day seven. And then you have to do chayrim b'zdokim, like we said in the previous one. And then he says, Roshar kol ha-b'dikahs, shibazayin nekim, daylo b'kinuach. Ah, he says, even though the Neid Behuda was machmir and a woman that her chazok got, that she doesn't have a cheskas tahara anymore, that over there she should need every single one of the seven days over here, because she's a minekes, for whatever reason, she still has her cheskas tahara, so even though she's not right now, she's doing a bdikas, she's doing a bdikas, she only has to do day one and day seven. Now, just be reminded of here he mentions the Heter Mitzad Meinekes, but in Simen Kuf Yud Gimel, which we saw before, it's not discussing a Meinekes. So this day one, day seven, and the rest is enough for the Kinuach, also applies to a Maka Minat Zdodim, that you know about it, even if it is, even if she's not Meinekes. The same, ah? Carton. She's carton all the time. No. No, but what he says, when she has to do a hefzik tahara and shim, which is from seeing the, a period, then she has to do hefzik tahara, aleph and zayin. The same tshuva, which is similar to it, is also in Sima Shinchov Zayin, a very small tshuva, which is on page 307, um, which I already also mentioned in Shir in the past, about the Isha Bas Mitra, about a woman who always bothers the rabbi with questions, and... Uh, and uh, she also has the issue of cartoon. She's also a a a, a So she's also mesulekes damim. He also says. He also says that they have sektahara and day one, day seven should be with chayrim b'zdokim and the rest of the days should be only with kinuach. However, he adds that if she's able to do the rest of the days or other days with chayrim um, b'zdokim, definitely she should also do it. But this is all you're going to do day one, day seven. This is all when Kartin or when we have that she sees blood on the side. We don't know for sure that she has a maka. 
What happens when we know for sure that she has a mak? So then he turned to Simon Kuf Chav Gimel. You see, a very interesting tshuva. Kuf Chav Gimel I also discussed in Shir in the past. It's page 183. Over there is talking about a woman that gave birth and she had a hard time at birth and she got bruises and cuts. The first time she was with her husband, she had a lot of pain. She can't move from the pain. She saw blood afterwards. She can't hold. She can't handle the pain. She's screaming from the pain. And he goes to the whole discussion what exactly the maka is. And then he goes in the middle of Ois Gimel, in the second column. Yeah, if you can see, he was talking about when you know there's a maka. Yeah, you're going to see in the second column, page 185. Do just have sektara in day one. So, Number one. The Tzanach Tzedek, because we discussed in the previous year about the idea of you do one B'dikah during Yeshiva Nekim, that Chitta, which is Mekel, yeah? Tzanach Tzedek discusses it. Over here it seems that Tzanach Tzedek takes as an approach only day one. It doesn't mention Bechal the option of doing Hafsik Tahara and then skipping all the way to day seven. Rather, Hafsik Tahara and day one should be the day one to start off the counting. And it does match with the Svara of the Tzemach Tzedek later on in the other Tshuva, which you mentioned last time, that uh, how he counts what he, what he considers Sfurim is just by the launching of the, of the Shiva Nekim. Yeah, she should just do a kinuach in bachutz, and that should be for the rest of the days, except for the hefsek tahara and shiva nekim. However, we know that she has pain, and we know that she has a maka. So the hefsek tahara in the first day is also not going to work. So he continues and explains to you that there are swatas being that there was a place where there's a maka. is to see if there's blood from the Rechem. Here you have a Maka. There's no blood coming from there. It's not the blood of the, of the Maka. But she's not going to do any Bdika whatsoever. She'll never go. She's not going to have Sikta Hara. Hello, he says, no, but have a shot to choose in your That as long as she does b'dikas nekes pesach acheder leproiser, she does partial b'dikah, not a full b'dikah b'chayim b'zvav, just as a partial b'dikah. Then that already works. 
even though it's not Mechayim Vizdokim. And he continues and says, because the place of the Makkah, you don't need to do a, a, a B'dikah where the Makkah is. And you know that if you're going to do a B'dikah in the whole area, you're going to see blood. If you can rely on the Zichrin Yosef. And, uh, and that's where he concludes him can, uh, that, uh, and that's how he concludes you should go he says over there for this for the B'dik of Yom Aleph at least for maybe he requires more but for Yom Aleph for sure he holds that uh, so the Sik Tahara says against Yom Aleph and the rest of the days no B'dik in a situation of a Maka extreme. See, because if there's a market, the price of the market is in my world. But it's always better to than to do something which then you have to be better. That was before the cartoons, but not to do a dick, to do a dick and then find a way to be better. We do have a discussion of when to be killed in the market, the man in the picture, the title that discusses that you can turn the market. Dimension, which is the blue Simon Chovzain, which is page 312. There he does say that even by a B'dikah, you could be toiling a Maka in Shivanakim, especially if she does a B'dikah at the end of the Shivanakim, and then you can take it to the B'dikah the same day, and it comes out clean. But even without that, he disagrees with Zitahar, and he says that the decision of Maka is be toiling a Maka. Not only by because it's not that, but even in a dikkah. Not only the first for the last four days, but also the first three days. And since we're already in the topic of dikkahs, I would like to conclude with one last truth, which I also mentioned and shared in the past. Since we're talking about the topic, so might as well get chazar on it also, which is Simon Kuf Beis. Which is a tshuva to think of the Arachar. He asked some questions. The question was regarding the Siddhartha Arachar, who he says that what's Tipas Dam Kechado, when do you have to be Machmer, when you're in a Mokor? But if there is a Suffolk, if it came from the Mokor, might be able to be tailing its dodim, and it's a Machzedek says, it's a Machzedek answers him, it's on the next page, it's a page 142, is the answer that the Machzedek is that you can't rely on the Siddhartha open ended. However, if you have another reason to rely on it, for example, that the tipu was found in the area of the aid which did not go into the Oisimok, or she has a suffix, but what kind of suffix? 
a suffix plus reglaim ladover that it didn't come from there. What's the reglaim ladover? Usually when there's a bdika, there's also other moisture in the body and it's not going to be just a dot. It's going to be other things around it. Um, if there's nothing, it's just a dot, then, if this, then you could say that it probably did not come from the reglaim ladover, did not come from the mokr, and you could rely on this siddhita Or, alternatively, when you have a tipok tana a very small dot, which you have a suffix, whether it's yellow or it's red, then you could also rely on the Siddhartha. When can't you rely on the Siddhartha? Even when it's a small, tiny dot, when you know for sure that it's red, you see for sure that it's red, but it's a very tiny dot, but it's for sure red, then you have a problem. But if it's a suffix, if it's yellow or red, then you could rely on the Siddhartha. And with this, I conclude the second share in Kuf Tzadik Vav. We will continue Mirza